Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ali Roman Show. How did and when did Elizabeth II become Queen of England? Elizabeth II was Queen of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland from 1952 to the year 2022. And if you look up this question, when or how did Elizabeth II become Queen, there's an interesting article by Time Magazine that goes into some of the key episodes leading up to her coronation in 1950, June uh, 2nd of 1953. So let's take a look. When did, this is Time Magazine, and this is an article from the year, let's close this ad. This is an article from the year um, 2022, September 8th. Uh, let's take a look. Queen Elizabeth II, Britain's longest reigning monarch, has died at 96. The Queen provided comfort to the British people even before she sat on the throne, beginning with her first ever recorded radio broadcast to the United Kingdom in 1940 when she was just a teenager, 13 years before her coronation in 1953. So pretty interesting. Um, this is a picture of uh, Queen Elizabeth, and the caption reads, Princess Elizabeth Wright and her sister, Princess Margaret, send a message during BBC's children pro children's program, particularly to the children who were being evacuated because of the, because of the World War II. That looks like a misspelling. Because of World War II in, uh, oh, because of the Second World War in Windsor in October 1940. So Queen Elizabeth, back in 1940, when she was in her teens, was already at work uh, broadcasting uh, messages to the British public on behalf of the royal family and on behalf of the government, offering support to young people who are being evacuated. Now, this is important because it tells us that the British public uh, was introduced to Queen Elizabeth before she was queen, while she was an adolescent and she was in many ways both the public was primed for her future leadership when she rose from a princess to being a queen upon the death of her father and she herself was primed for this role already taking a leadership role uh, getting used to addressing the public uh, at times of crisis now that's the key event that led to her coronation her father King George VI passed away from, I think it was coronary thrombosis. So it was complications associated with um, overall the decline in his health. May or may not be connected with um, smoking. I'm not sure what the research is on that. And I'm not sure what um, doctors at the time said or what doctors today say. But he, he passed away from complications connected with coronary thrombosis. Uh, King George VI takes the throne, Queen Elizabeth II's father, this is the article, uh, and the author's name is Moise Mendes of this article. King George VI takes the throne. Queen Elizabeth II's father, King George VI, became king after his brother, King Edward VIII, abdicated the throne to marry Wallace Spencer in 1936. Shortly after he assumed power, World War II broke out. The king, this is now King George V, again, who became king after his brother abdicated the throne, 
The king gained popularity through his efforts to boost wartime morale, including by visiting the sites of bombings across the UK alongside Queen Elizabeth I and visiting Normandy 10 days after D-Day in 1944. Uh, he also took the royal family on a momentous tour of South Africa, uh, a first for the monarchy in 1947. Already in poor health due to lung cancer and other ailments, King George VI died in his sleep of coronary thrombosis at age 56 on February 6, 1952. Elizabeth, then 25 and still a princess, had been visiting Kenya and returned home to assume her position as queen. So very interesting. Uh, it says that King George VI died in his sleep and um, the young Elizabeth II found out about her father's death during her trip to Africa. And the quote here reads, um, I'm not sure what this is a quote from, but, uh, oh, I see, this is from Time Magazine back in those days. Uh, it was not until early in the afternoon that Philip got the news by telephone from a local newspaper that changed their lives. Uh, he sent an, he's, let's see here. So in any case, he, um, he passed away and the coronation took place in 1953. So it's a pretty simple story that um, Queen Elizabeth was as a princess in the 1940s had already um, had the experience of addressing the public, taking on a leadership role. And her father was not in power for many years at that point having taken over the throne from his brother who abdicated the throne. And, uh, and by the age of 25, Queen Elizabeth, while in Kenya, um, is called back to London where she is, um, where she begins her path to the coronation and becomes queen. Here's a quote from um, the queen at the time of her coronation. Many thousands of you came to London from all parts of the Commonwealth and Empire to join in the ceremony. But I have been conscious, too, of the millions of others who have shared in it by means of wireless or television in their homes. All of you, near or far, have been united in one purpose. It is hard for me to find words in which to tell you of the strength which this knowledge has given me, Queen Elizabeth said. She added, therefore, I am sure that this, my coronation, is not the symbol of a power and a splendor that are gone, but a declaration of our hopes for the future and for the years I may, by God's grace and mercy, be given to reign and serve you as your queen. And of course, she reigned for many, many decades uh, until just a couple years ago, where she uh, came to the end of her life at the age of 96. And by the way, from an English writing perspective, I'm not even sure why this official statement was written that way um, so many years ago. The word which is repeated. Let's take a look here. All of you, where was that? That my, my eyes went over it three, four times. I wanted to edit that. Here it is. It is hard for me to find words in which to tell you of the strength which this knowledge has given me. That should read, it's hard for me to find words with which to tell you of the strength that this knowledge has given me. There you go. 
it's hard for me to find words with which to tell you of the strength that this knowledge has given me. All right, people, we just edited um, the late Queen Elizabeth's coronation speech um, 60 years too late. And there's an advertisement here, which is repeating on this Time Magazine page. I'm not sure why, but here we go. So rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, but now we know how she rose to power uh, at such a young age. Her father had passed away. And of course, her role was very significant. Uh, and people debate what that, how powerful and significant that role was. But she certainly was meeting the prime minister uh, once a week for decades from uh, everyone from, from um, Winston Churchill all the way to Boris Johnson. And there are authors, including, uh, I think it's a political scientist named Tom Ginsburg, I think at the University of Chicago, who argues that uh, he, are, he seems to argue in favor of constitutional monarchies, remaining constitutional monarchies, where he feels that, um, that in these democratic systems where there is a monarchy, that the monarchy in some cases can um, uh, maintain certain kind of political stability. Who knows how true that is, but it's an interesting argument. And we'll leave it at that.